0: smoking
1: section. So here we are another episode of Smoking Section Podcast and this one is going to be a good one because I'm excited to have a person who has given me the opportunity of being her bodyguard at Tin Roof one night so now I'm adding that to my resume for one night only I was the bodyguard for our guest here uh, voice winner, badass vocalist I had a long conversation about her with a friend this morning about her on how she is, actually with Jordan Davis on how she is one of the top female vocalists in this town um <laughs> (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Danielle Bradbury Hi How are you?
0: I'm great, how are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic Here we are on this humid ass day
0: It's so humid
1: (laughs) And we're locked in a room with no windows Yeah No padding, no nothing You you feel
0: it in here You feel it in here Just like
1: I have a black towel to kind of just hide the sweat That's coming down my face And it's okay, it happens It happens How have you been? I'm good. Yeah? Just, you
0: know, riding the wave of this life <laughs> 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 To be honest.
1: <laughs> Are we all at this point?
0: I know, right? It's like, not just, just,
1: just go with it. Just go with it. There's no expectations with life anymore.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel nowadays. <laughs> oh, my God. What's, what is they going to be today? Yeah,
1: exactly. So what's new with you? You got new music coming out?
0: I do. Um, I have been kind of working on music this whole time, oh, right. just through, I mean, COVID and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. We, as a team, we've talked about how we can do this without breaking rules mm-hmm. and like all that stuff, but we're still going to be working um, no matter what. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And finally, we are about to release new music. And it's so exciting because it's been a while
1: you so. just released boots and boots yeah. is a badass song thank you <laughs> badass song so tell me what was your writing process on that what, what, what was the thoughts on that
0: so what's so different about this next? Project, if you will, um, I actually didn't write any of the songs. What? So far. So far. And um, Boots, I did not write. What? And so, last record, I co-wrote seven out of the ten and I don't know. <laughs> I guess this time in between, So I'm, I'm just as big as a fan of not, I mean, listening to outside songs as I am writing. Mm-hmm. I don't have like a strict, I'm gonna release only the songs I've written. I just, I love... It's, I love good music, and if I hear a good song, then that' great. Then I'm a i am I want to make it mine. <laughs>
1: I've uh, I've noticed I've noticed about you, and and I'm I'm a huge fan of this because I've noticed about you. There is a certain writer named Emily Wiseman. Yes, that you have picked up a lot of her songs. Yes, and for those of you who don't know, Emily Wiseman, this is she's also a badass songwriter. Oh my gosh, she's unbelievable, and she's a pop artist as well, she's killing the pop game. So, is there something like as far as Personalities mm-hmm. together that you guys it's, it's reason to why you pick her songs all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it definitely has a big role. It plays a big role in that. Um because we we met a long time ago. We've been friends for a while, and the first time we met was in a right. And we just immediately vibe together. Like her personality and mine, like we just were a pro at talking about each other's feelings together. <laughs> um and just what's so funny. Um is just the other day she texted me and I you know we're the type of friends where we can go for a while without texting and mm-hmm, calling mm-hmm. and each other and hanging out and as soon as we do we pick up right where we left off which is I think it, that's an awesome friendship that's
1: the, yeah I said that's, in the, that's a testament to a,
0: yeah. a, a friendship yeah and so the other day she messaged me she goes hey do you want to just go walk around Aubrey Mills Mall and I'm like why Aubrey I was like let's go to Green Hill and she goes ugh oh, fine and I'm like <laughs> okay and so she picked me up and she just she was like okay I'm stealing you for all, like do you have anything to do today I finished my write early and she was like I'm stealing you today and I'm like okay fine <laughs> and so yeah I, I love her I love her approach with music I'm such a big fan of how she she's a freaking beast and melodies and just everything.
1: It's, it's sickening in a It good is way. sickening. <laughs> it's sickening in a that's not going to be that good. Yeah. Um, so, we are going to go fly past, because I feel like, I'm going to be real, true. I for like the listeners, everyone has heard the story of The Voice. Yes. So, we're going to fly past that. Perfect. Whole thing. Okay. Um, so, had, did you visit Nashville before The Voice?
0: I hadn't, no. No. So, was
1: Nashville, when you first moved to Nashville, after the win The Voice, and, mm-hmm. because I feel like it's a little bit different when you won a, a, a TV competition. Mm-hmm. Have you? Did, what was your thoughts when you first came to Nashville? I, and was it wasn't everything you expected.
0: So I just... So I was so young. Right. Obviously, just a big recap on that. I was sixteen. Right. And before that, obviously I was in my hometown in Texas. I I mean, the furthest I would travel was to like Louisiana and like San Antonio because I'm from Houston and I wouldn't go far. <laughs> and so coming to Nashville and my thoughts about Nashville, I would I would watch The Voice and I knew who Blake Shelton was. I knew I mean, I was such a huge country fan, um, but I you know, I honestly didn't catch up or. Um, you know, watch the Grand Ole Opry stuff. Like I knew of it, of course. Mm -hmm. Like my dad, he's a huge fan of all of that. But I was just—I was so young, and I was caught up in a lot of other things. (laughs) And
1: (laughs) weren't we all at sixteen? Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) And. Coming to Nashville, I will be honest, I didn't really have like a solid picture of what it was going to be like. I just knew it was the town of music. And coming here, I'm like, oh my God, I'm just soaking in everything. I mean, from the second I got... I went to LA and was on the voice and just from there I've been just one big sponge. I'm just like soaking in
1: everything. So are you still soaking in this town now? Yeah. I'm not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like not even trying to, not, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. You trained yourself. To yeah. Do, yeah. Subconsciously so con, so subconsciously yeah.
0: I'm getting there though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> getting there.
1: Exactly. It takes I I've been here for eleven years and it's like Yeah. Wow, oh, this just doesn't feel like to to me, and this is not bashing natural because natural has definitely, in the last eleven years, has grown. Yeah, I mean, I remember where, when there was a gravel parking lot across your tin roof.
0: Oh my god! Like, like just I just from there. the time I've been here, it's grown. Yeah, I, I can only imagine.
1: So it's like. Now it's just like it does, it's starting to not feel like yeah. the natural and then, then, then but it still keeps that small town where everybody knows yeah. everybody. And oh it's like, God.
0: we just had a no, conversation no, no. about that. Before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Everybody knows everybody, everybody then you know dated someone that we already know. Like, oh, you like,
0: are speaking uh, to the car. <laughs>
1: I'm like, I'm like, and people are like, why do you date outside of Nashville? Well, because half my friends already date. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh my god. Like it is a real thing.
1: It's a real thing here in this town. Oh it's yeah. It's a real thing, which is it's kind of crazy, but yeah, I've I've gotten to the point. If you're getting there, yeah, it's gonna happen quick.
0: Uh, I feel it. I feel <laughs> it in my bones that it's coming. <laughs> but
1: we still love it. Like you yeah. still love. Yeah. Should I say sloppy? The sloppy. <laughs> this of Nashville? Is it's that sloppy in
0: its own great in way. In its own great way.
1: <laughs> it's when the bachelor party start starting to happen. We just got to stop having those damn things come
0: the town. Oh, my down. God. The, the woo, <laughs> Like every five minutes. Woo!
1: <laughs> stop having the moms twerk on the on these little oh party buses.
0: God. No, it's the most awkward thing because I drive up and I I get caught behind mm-hmm. these things and so they're just, I mean, I'm their audience exactly. sitting driver's seat and I'm like this I feel so uncomfortable watching this mother like hang on this pole and I'm like I'm just trying to go and get my coffee
1: I'm just trying to go get brunch why are you like why are you right here like and I can't go around you I can't avoid it I can't go anywhere (laughs) oh this light is long it's a 30 second light it feels like I've been for five minutes what is going on yeah (laughs) oh the struggle. The struggle of Nashville, Tennessee. This is how. Yeah. This is what you get. So, um, obviously, we're talking about struggles now. The struggles of the city. Let's talk about your struggles in life. Yeah. So, um, this industry, it is a passion-driven industry. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you become successful. You start making money, but this is this is a. You have to really be passionate about. Music and be passionate about this business to want to stay in this business. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, do you feel as though this business has given you? tough skin and like giving you character (laughs)
0: 1000% like it's so true because I go back home I'm still such a homebody my whole family's still back in Texas I try to go back there as much as I can and even my family like people that have known me my whole life and I mean even here longtime friends that I've known since the day I moved here they're like the difference in your like either confidence or you speak up for yourself or you learn how to say no and I'm like that's so true because I've always had it in me obviously I started so young because that's Mm -hmm. that's obviously going to take time but the thick skin is such a real thing
1: oh Big time!
0: Oh my god!
1: Big time. I've, I I bring that up because I what, what I have in my head is that I see you posted a story one time on in Instagram about how someone had said something because you're like oh they're not you're not the same person that you were. It's oh, like, yeah. Of course, because it was ten oh, years yeah. ago.
0: Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> People are like, oh you uh, like they basically expect me to say sixteen and look sixteen my whole life. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, that's not possible. And it was like, I think it was like a, the question thing that yeah, I did. Yeah. And someone said, Do you ever get tired of, you know, people bringing up that you, you don't act like, or whatever? Yeah. It was something along those lines. And I'm like, Yeah, I mean, it does not bother me at all because I'm not 16 anymore. <laughs> like, obviously.
1: Like, I feel bad for people like uh, Leanne Rhymes and like uh, Justin Bieber. Yeah. You know, people who come in this industry yeah. at a very young age. And it's like, oh, these people aren't, they're not 16 anymore, guys. No. It's like, they're, they're, yeah. adults now
0: yeah and it's such an age like such a fragile age to come into the industry too yes oh my god and talk about judgment like <laughs> of course the the attitude and like the personality that you have then is like obviously you're not gonna be that professional the- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was <laughs> no longer professional. Like, it's okay. It's okay now at like 26, 30. In fact, for me, it's 30. It's like, it's okay now to realize that I can say the word fuck in a meeting. Yeah. And no one would get offended.
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: it's like, I'm just starting to realize that because one, yeah. of, one of the things I used to say about myself was that you can talk from Philly because I'm the only one who curses in front of people. And yeah. people look at me like, oh my God, he said the F word. It's like, but behind closed doors, do you not say the F word? So, wow.
0: <laughs> I know. It's like this automatic like wall that goes up when you walk into a meeting or something professional. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on, like we're human. Right. We talk this way. Exactly. You do too. (laughs) Just because we're in this environment, don't act like someone you're not.
1: Exactly. Let's just be real. We know who you really are. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. not going to judge you. Exactly. We're just doing business. It's okay. Um, So what's been the biggest sacrifice? Because it's obviously, again, with this music industry being the toughest thing, what's been your biggest sacrifice in personal life, Mm -hmm. you know, that you've had to do? Because I've I've talked a lot with friends and you lose a lot of friends. Mm Mm-hmm. As you move up, yeah, you know Steve Harvey is very, my favorite. Steve Harvey like analogy is when you're you're pulling the wagon yeah. and you have people in your wagon, and it's like who the ones you want to keep are the ones who get off and help you push the wagon up the.
0: No, that's so true.
1: Will up yeah. the hill and not the not the people who yeah. just want to sit there and just go along for the ride. Oh yeah. So what's been the biggest sacrifice for you?
0: Oh man, um, I mean friendships, yeah, that's been a big one, um, and just. Oh man, there's there's a lot of sacrifices <laughs> I feel like that go into this process, um, especially if you keep going up mm-hmm. um, and keep gaining success and keeping your head down and working on your thing. Because mm-hmm. um, some people don't they they're trying to do the same thing, and if you're beating them,
1: they oh can't my stand God. it. Oh. <laughs> And they'll say it to your face like, oh, we're so excited for you. It's like, mm, mm, no, you're not. No, you're not, bitch. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, not. no, no you're, not. you're really not, bitch. You're really um, not. I what you said last night. I <laughs> what you said <laughs> yeah,
0: last night. I, yep. Um, so that's, I mean, if we're already there, like, we're, that's kind of been a big sacrifice because it's kind of been evolving, like, in to, my today life. Like, I... I'm noticing as I go through this time of my life, it, I'm like slowly fishing out people and it's naturally happening sometimes. I'm like, okay, I'm realizing that I, I'm, I'm the type that I don't like less is more. I think it less yeah. friendships yeah. are more. Yeah, Cause if you have all these friends, <laughs> okay, again, they're not all going to be real with you
1: <laughs> it's just great it's great to have like it's great it's a great feeling to be known yeah but then it's like and it's cool because it's like you go out and you have like like what you you go you go out and you're like you're at 10 roof and everyone yeah. obviously everyone knows you at 10 roof and it's like but i feel like everyone knows everybody at 10 roof so yeah. but everyone knows you at 10 roof and it's like but who really has taken the time to really get to know you and to mm-hmm. really you know accept you with what your flaws and, and mm-hmm. for who you are because I feel like those are the ones who you really want to keep around. Oh
0: yeah and another thing because I'm such a, a giving person
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm such a peacemaker I'm such a helper I'm that type of person mm-hmm. and so with friends relationships I mean all across the board I'm gonna be there for you like I will drop something to come and help you with something if you're having a moment like I'm, I'm a listener or whatever but I will do all those things things and sometimes forget like oh, okay I need <laughs> I need to come back to myself mm-hmm. I'm not helping myself I'm giving it all to everybody mm-hmm. else and that can be an exhausting <laughs> And it's like a blessing and a curse, if I would say. And that's another kind of tool to see who your real friends are. Because you'll give and give and give to these people. And you'll notice that they're not giving back to you at all. Mm. And that's the type of people I've been kind of noticing that are slowly fishing out.
1: I think we're in the same different age, but de- definitely the same season of life. Because yeah. I've been slowly. Yeah. Just. Yeah. And it's okay. It's quite all right, this <laughs> people away it's okay it's all right yeah yeah I've I I had that I had that conversation with a friend this morning about how uh, I've had many phone calls this morning by the way (laughs) Uh, about how you know I was venting because I'm like, I do all this shit for so many people. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time for someone to do something for me or me for calling a favor, no one's ever available Mm-mm. to help out. Nope. And I feel like we all they go through life. Time. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. yeah. They don't have time. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, you got to pay me to do this. Like, what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What? What? It's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So who's been the person in your life that's kept you grounded?
0: Um, I would have to say my well, my family as a whole, I've love my family we're all so close but my mom mm-hmm. has definitely like lately too because not gonna lie i've been kind of going through some waves of things even like just through relationship mm-hmm. or all that stuff um but my mom like keeps it real with me <laughs> she is like
1: what i also didn't know until today or until like last week that she were part hispanic oh yeah and- <laughs> I had no idea.
0: I know. You Someone never told know.
1: me that, and I'm like, "No, she's not." Mm-hmm. And I looked it up, and it's like Martinez. I'm like, "Are
0: you <laughs> shitting <laughs> Well, so my mom and that side of the family is where I get it from. Right, and right. my grandmother, she is from Mexico. Full on speaks Spanish. Like she spoke to me and my sister in Spanish only when we were little, and the food, the like everything. And my great-grandmother's from Mexico, like, Guanajuato, Mexico, is where they're actually from. Hold
1: on. Did y'all just hear that accent? I see this
0: <laughs> i know yeah and i mean and i i mean people probably went over their head because it was because
1: <laughs> you, you did have never have I ever in, in, spanish. in spanish yeah because
0: i wanted to be like i can do this too like right. i love that's a part of me um never
1: knew that like yeah. i knew like, i knew the duet but it's like i never heard the duet but it was one of those where it's like you know how people just go back and they just like oh they're just gonna learn their song in spanish yeah and like, take the lessons to learn it. yeah And that's what's like, okay, so it never crossed my mind.
0: Oh, I know. So yeah. There's this
1: whole Mexican heritage behind you.
0: It's it's a lot. And I've tried to, like, because, you know, people, some people are interested to know. But I love to tell, you know, the story of that side of my family. Because yeah. a lot of people do not know. And they look at me and they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, it's a big part of my life and my family. Um, so
1: how much sass do you get from that side of my Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to say... That's that's where I was my next <laughs> route. I in that I mean it brings into my mom keeping me grounded yeah. like she and it goes as far back as to my grandmother and she's not here anymore but I mean she basically still is cuz she's left such an impact on everything just from her way and mm-hmm. and then her mother like those three <laughs> generations <laughs> have instilled enough sass and attitude like I don't put up with anything in me that I'm like When I am having, like, a moment with, like, my relationship or with a friend or somebody, I'm like, okay, who the fuck am I? (laughs) (laughs) I need to remember. I'm like, Danielle, snap out of it. And then that's what my mom will literally tell me. Like, I was on the phone with her yesterday about stuff. And I talked to her. I sometimes talk to her for, like, two hours on the phone. And she will, I mean, and <laughs> like, for example, when I tell her something that isn't, she's like, oh, uh-uh. she's like, this isn't you. She goes, ay Dios mío, which means, oh my gosh. Uh huh. Here's the thing
1: is that. <laughs> That's a that's a common in my vocabulary. It's adios mios. Yes. I'm talking to friends,
0: you go, and I'm
1: like adios mios, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they look at me like, "What did you say?" I'm like, "It means oh my god."
0: Exactly how I said <laughs> it is exactly what it means. <laughs> like she says that like probably ninety percent of the day, that to where my five year old niece has picked it up. She goes adios. I'm like oh. <laughs> I mean, the sass is real, and I mean, yeah, so my mom definitely has kept me grounded. I mean, my whole family has, but my mom definitely, she's like, what would Cheetha tell you, that's what we call her, mm-hmm. what would Cheetha tell you right now? If she was here, oh my gosh, she would tell me, when I was crying over a guy, or crying over something, she'd be like, oh, go to your room. She'd call me disgusting in Spanish, and I'm like, oh man, damn, I need to, I need to remember where I'm from. <laughs>
1: that's funny i have so so it's funny you say that because i have a friend um my friend karina and she uh we talk about how when people people do shit to us and we're like Mm -hmm. we're all like like why does this always happen to me like this person like this person's lost like Mm -hmm. and then she'll be on the phone and she'll say to me who the fuck are you
0: yeah Like, it's so true.
1: You need to remember who the fuck you are. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. So I start like leaving like voicemails to my friends in the morning, like, remember Whatever. who the fuck you are today.
0: It's so true. Cause, and it's okay. Cause we forget that when that same occurrence keeps happening or situation, when people do this and you're like, oh, like it sucks. Yeah. It's gonna suck, of course. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can be so tough, but you're gonna have those moments where you're like, I don't, this is, this, this is very shitty but that's so true i try to do that too and again that's what my mom tells me and that's what i try to tell myself and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't which is also okay but i'm like god i need to like where is that fire in me i know i have
1: you know because i try to find it myself and i've noticed that just like looking in the mirror sometimes and just Mm -hmm. like just talking to yourself and just pepping yourself up. yeah is where you can find a fighter i've started listening to jay-z as well more often um
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> i love that
1: and i'm like okay i'm good let's go yeah
0: let's go <laughs> oh yeah you need that hype track you need that
1: hype track just to get mm-hmm. like wake you up and like oh okay mm-hmm. all right i know <laughs> I love so that. what's been what's been the biggest um struggle you've had that you've overcome
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Told you we were going to talk about life here. I know. I told you.
0: I, oh God, the biggest struggle. Oh gosh. I'm like trying to think of it. Does that ever happen to you when you're talking and you Mm -hmm. forget about everything in Mm -hmm. your life?
1: All the time. (laughs) That's why I have notes here.
0: Yeah, I should have had notes. Um, The biggest struggle. Mm, I feel like there's a lot. Um, I mean, just starting this life I live at 16 years old in this once in a lifetime experience, and like I I don't even know the percentage, but it's not much that get to do what I get to do.
1: It's very true. So here's my question, and I don't know if anyone's ever asked you this, but because obviously nowadays there are two ways, three ways to become a country artist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One, you can go viral. On social media, on <laughs> TikTok,
0: there it I'm,
1: is. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. Uh, then there's the way, the old fashioned way where you go out and you play shows and you go on yeah. tour. You know, build your own tour and make mm-hmm. like to make a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. Then there's the reality show way. Mm-hmm. Looking back now. Like i'm no, I'm not bashing the voice or anything like that but yeah. looking back now if you had to pick would you pick the voice or would you have picked going the old-fashioned route or would you, if tiktok was available then
0: mm-hmm. yeah um i honestly think if i hadn't done the voice i wouldn't be here because really what a lot of people and i've explained this a lot and I've tried to in in many ways actually I really haven't I mean people knew how shy I was as a young girl um and they knew I never really sang in front of people before the voice and all that stuff mm-hmm. but what people don't realize is like I didn't like my plan was like I loved music but it was more of a like personal thing mm-hmm. like, it was more of a personal therapy to me and I never did Choir stuff. I never did theater stuff. I never did like vocal lessons. I never did anything. And it was just something that I held like I cherished for myself. And I never in my mind I'm like I always thought it would be so cool and I would always picture myself like playing a concert and like all that stuff and I would watch videos I loved everybody from like Carrie Underwood all that stuff to Christine Aguilera Mariah Janet Jackson I grew up on everything um and I'm like oh my god and I love to dance too so I like all my eggs were not in one basket. Like, I was just all over the place, imagination everywhere. So, I never had, like, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. This isn't this and this and this. So, if it really wasn't, my mom signed me up without me knowing. And people, some people know that, but I literally, like, she made it happen and I cried because <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, really? Like, how dare you? How dare you to sign me up for a freaking reality show? Um, <laughs> um, and I—I I don't even know if I told this story, but like, there's a bunch of auditions before the actual like LA right. part, and one of the middle auditions, I like messed up. I forgot my words. They made me go and relearn a whole other song and come back. I like bawled my eyes out. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, there was—it was a process.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was a process because I was I was 15 then when I was going right. through the auditions, right? And I was so I was never a shy kid. Like I was super silly, outgoing, I sang, I tried to sing in front of everybody, and then. You know, school hits, and that's kind of where the shyness started to come into play because I was not good in school. Oh, my God, my grades. I, like, I was in track and never could do the meets because I never, like, passed. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, you do not have to be popular in school. <laughs> do what you want. I sucked in school. Like, oh, I'm the same way. I yeah. was not. Oh, my God.
1: I was the person in school where it was like I was friends with everyone. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Like I can go out and I can get some free stuff at some restaurants. Yeah. You know, the nifty 50s down the road and go ahead and get me a free burger, or a free mini golf and some yeah. things like that. But other than that, it's like I sucked at school.
0: Yeah. And which is fine. Like it, it was definitely clear where. I succeeded in school like I, I use now like the writing portion of everything I was fine with and I'm like huh I can do that now <laughs> like the creative right. spots right. I was totally fine but when it came to math history all that stuff uh, like I could never do it but um, yeah, so like when school hit, I like got this shyness because I got bullied. Like I had messed up teeth. <laughs> I had some crooked <laughs> teeth, <laughs> and people, kids are mean. I can only like I can only imagine how it's they a are lot now. Worse now. Yeah,
1: it's a lot worse now.
0: Yeah, which is it breaks
1: my heart. But you had crooked teeth. I was a black guy who thought it was Tim McGraw wearing cowboy boots. <laughs>
0: I love that though. (laughs) I did too.
1: (laughs) Um, Being being in Philadelphia, New Jersey, wearing uh, black eye, wearing combat
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all right. It's all right. Um, but. Yeah, I just, I have this whole, I didn't really know, I had a whole other mindset for myself. And I think if it was up to me without the voice, I wouldn't have.
1: Okay, so where would you, where would you have gone? What's so
0: funny because I'm such a creator, I'm such a hands-on creator, like book stuff, Mm -hmm. reading, you lost me, (laughs) like I'm such a picture, visual, hands-on creating type of person, and my mom has been a hairdresser my whole life, and I have found such a love of that creation, and I've always said, and I've said it till this day, I'm like, if, if music didn't work out, if, if Let's just say the voice wasn't even in my life or an option. Right. I would have definitely become a hairdresser. Like, I would definitely do my own, like, salon. Or, like, I would still do the big business, like, goal Mm -hmm. setting thing. Yeah. But I would do it, like, in that way. And people are like, really? I'm like, yeah. Because that's just what I grew up around.
1: There's a lot of money to be had in that.
0: I know. (laughs) I know <laughs>
1: a lot of money to be had in that industry
0: I know and it's just always been and I and I feel like that happens with a lot of kids like they aspire to be what their some mm. of their parents are and whatever but that I mean in what's funny is my sister's been around it just as much as I have mm-hmm. but she never had that much of a love of hairdress right. like I would right. like it's just a cool thing to think about and so do
1: you do your own hair now
0: I most of the time. Most of yeah. the time. Yeah. Um and my mom still when I'm home she she cuts it and styles it and everything like for my never have I ever video. She was my my glam girl because <laughs> I didn't I couldn't fly anybody in because that was during COVID. <laughs> so it worked out perfectly. <laughs> it worked out perfectly for that. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it's a crazy way. Of, I like just if you lay out my life and like how I really have thought about things and people are like huh <laughs> it's it's pretty interesting
1: I never, I never would have thought a hairdresser would be one yeah I know never would have thought that that's yeah. actually that's, that's different because you don't hear that a lot from a lot of people
0: like it's weird because I'll, I'll like walk by a salon or like a um like, a just anything. Um, and, like, I'll, I'll be in, like, the UK or, like, London. And they have, like, these coolest salon. Like, that, I walk by and I'm, like, I, like, look at it through the window. It's so weird. It's, like, a barbershop. Like, the cool, I'm, like. So,
1: she has a retirement plan is basically what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: retirement plan. She's opening Danielle's <laughs> hair salon.
0: Hey, and it would be freaking cool. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, I would probably grow hair just, just to come in
0: there.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Fade me up. I'm good. Just fade yes. me up. That's funny. So, um... Speaking of retirement plans, yeah. uh, where do you see yourself? Because you, you've been kicking ass. Was it 10 years now? Is it 10 Is it, is it ten years? Is it five years, six years? Which, which,
0: eight. Eight. Right, close. I know. It kind of makes me I'm has feeling like old.
1: I'm feeling old. <sighs> 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 okay, we just had a moment. I um,
0: know. <laughs> I feel like everybody could feel that through <laughs> the microphone. We
1: just had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so where do you see yourself five years from now?
0: Oh, man. I I have such a hard time with, like,
1: goals. Really? It's so weird. Why is that, though?
0: Because I am, and I had just talked to, like, my management. But, like, I I just said something about this the other day. Like, I am such an in-the-moment type of person. Oh, mm-hmm. wow which we can get to this later, is why I struggle with TikTok.
1: We're definitely going to get to that. Yeah, we're
0: going to get to that. (laughs) I am such an in-the-moment type of person, and I actually watch, like, I'm so intrigued by like inner like those long 72 questions on Vogue and like all that like I watch everybody's like Billie Eilish's Vogue interview and like I love watching that type of stuff and just seeing where their mindset is and she actually said this same thing people asked her like that that same question and she goes you know what like I am such an in the moment person I'm like yes Billie and she was like I struggle with making goals because I don't like I change like every year. And I embrace what I'm I like there's so much about me that changes and I'm like I don't know how I'm going to be in the next 5 years. Like I'm just embracing how what I like and my likes and everything right now and that's going to get me to the next year. And then my likes and everything they change so much that that's gonna get me to the next year, and that's that is word for word exactly how I feel. Like my likes and my creation and my mind, like it changes all the time, and I'm like, ooh, I love this. Like that's my thing this year, and so it it's different and it builds, and that's what leads me to the next year and the next year and the next year.
1: I've been so one way thinking over that. <laughs> Now I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I am, right? like, revamping everything in my mind now. Because
0: everybody can say, you know, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have this and this and this kids. And I'm going to – of course we want to manifest the things that we want. And I, I do that. Like, I'm going to manifest, like, that's the man I want to marry. And that's who I see myself with, everything. And of course I think that way. But I, like, I hope – I have um, this amount of number ones. I hope I'm nominated for these awards and everything, but I don't know, you know? Like I just like <laughs> I know people are there, like okay, Danielle, <laughs> but that's just how I can't help but think of it that way.
1: That's so true because it's like when you really think about it, your passion is music. Your passion isn't like oh, let me get number one. Yes, it'd be great getting number one, but that's not your passion. Your passion is your creativity and your music. So it's like yeah, I totally get that.
0: So yeah,
1: now I'm revamping everything. <laughs> in <my life. laughs> everything in my life.
0: I know and somebody in those question things I did on Instagram, someone asked me something like that and I wrote out a whole thing like I just said and I was like, This is too confusing for everybody (laughs) And I deleted it. I I, delete it because I just didn't know how to put it in words and I was like, I look like a freak. I'm like People are gonna be like, what is she on? <laughs> she is h- so high right now. Like, that's literally how it. I <laughs> I wasn't, by the way. But it's just how I typed it out. I'm like, no. People are gonna be like, that's okay. when you do the video.
1: So, next time someone's. You do the I, video. I do video. Then, yeah, you yeah. do the video. So, now yeah, I that I That way they can do it. <laughs> that way they can under, fully understand. No, I know. So, um, in the moment, now we're leading to what you just mentioned. Yeah. What you do with TikTok? I. Because <laughs> I got to do with TikTok. So what you do with TikTok?
0: Man. So love hate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love,
0: love hate. Yeah. Um, I can scroll for hours. Yeah. And laugh yep. my ass off. Yep. Like, I think it is so funny. People are so funny on there. It's so creative. But when it comes to me and my stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and my day-to-day is laughing because she knows <laughs> like I cannot cont- I can't be consistent like okay I'm going to post this and this and this today and I'm going to post like mm-hmm. I I have such a hard time like posting and coming up with things. And cause I'm such an in the moment person. I struggle with that with Instagram. Like if I'm in the moment and I get a picture, like I'm going to post that right now and like, okay, but if I am in just there and don't have anything or I'm not doing anything, like it's really hard for me to just post something like I am.
1: <laughs> it's such a struggle. I'm the, I'm the same way. My issue with, with TikTok is that there's really no algorithm to the whole thing. And yeah. people think that it's like, oh, just make a TikTok. And it's like, no, like, social media in itself is a full-time fucking job.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Like, being on, you got, like, planning out Instagram posts, planning out Instagram stories, and planning yep. out Twitter. And then, is Twitter even still around? Yeah, I think it is. But planning out <laughs> <laughs> plan yeah. on Twitter, planning out your Facebook posts. It's like, this is like, it's a full-time gig.
0: It is a full-time gig. And you know what? I recently, like, tried to, like, Discover and experiment these TikTok. I, I found out that they don't like to be called this <laughs> TikTok people, but um, <laughs> TikTokers.
1: <laughs> TikTokers.
0: See, I'm learning things. No. But <laughs> this guy, Taylor Holder, have you heard of him?
1: I have not heard of him.
0: So he's like this I, six point something million followers i know and it's and it same on instagram like and he is from texas like but he's in one of those content houses over in la oh with a bunch of with other bunch people of, that right. do TikTok. and i've i've watched their stuff and i'm like oh my god like i i am slacking so bad like it makes me rethink a lot of things because they that's it is a full time job it's a
1: full time job but like is it really slacking though I don't know is it slacking or is it just like
0: maybe I don't know
1: I mean I look at here's my thing I look at TikTok as Vine yeah where's Vine now
0: yeah. <laughs> she gone. She
1: gone. That's how I look at TikTok. Like, TikTok came up at the time where, we were like, we were going through a pandemic. We were going through COVID. We had nothing to do but sit on our asses and watch TV and watch TikTok. Yeah. that. So that was perfect time. Mm-hmm. Five years from now, do I see TikTok being as irrelevant as it is now? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. I mean that's just my thought process
0: I I can kind of agree with that like I'm very curious to know yeah where it's going to turn, what's going to be the new thing. Like, yeah. Which scares me because there's just so much to keep up with.
1: Um, like Clubhouse. Oh, my God. There's another one. I just yeah. don't understand it. Like, why do we have Clubhouse? Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, developers of Clubhouse if you ever <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> I just don't understand social media anymore.
0: But, you know, it, when people stick on TikTok, they stick.
1: And it's like a cult following. Yeah. It's just like, it's... It's almost like creating a Beyonce on TikTok and just becoming like really popular but I also want to know because artists nowadays and this is not knocking any artists who's been discovered by TikTok mm-hmm. cuz I'm happy for you I'm happy for anyone's success. Yeah. I'm just really curious as to what the attendance numbers are going to be for your concert yeah that's my curiosity I don't know
0: which is also that's definitely something i've thought about and going back to this mm-hmm. this guy taylor he also does music and he kills it mm-hmm. he sings his ass off and But when he goes out, they, they have paparazzi following them. Oh. And, like, groups of people that meet, like, will drive by their content house and, like, stand there and, like.
1: That's the one reason I definitely love Nashville is that we don't have paparazzi.
0: Which I'm surprised we well, don't. They,
1: they tried.
0: Yeah. And
1: we kicked them out, like, almost immediately.
0: But LA, that's, yeah. But I'm like, okay, so either their concerts aren't. Gonna be, or they're gonna be freaking insane because they have these like crazy. I don't know.
1: It's I'm very, that's like the biggest thing. I don't care about like the stream. The streaming number is gonna show up. I don't like that. I get. I'm more concerned about am I as like as promoter? Am I going to book you and pay you all this money, and then Mm -hmm. these tickets don't sell because no one wants to see you? what I see on TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's my biggest thing with yeah with TikTok and artists. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yep, this industry constantly changes.
0: I am learning more than ever in my life. (laughs) Every day, I'm like, okay, how do I approach this
1: now? So, what's the, what's the, uh, if for an up and coming female artist? Because mm-hmm. you've been around for a while, longest with me as well. We've been around in this business for a while. I feel like eight, anything over five is like 50 years in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's your, what's your advice? that you would give what's the advice that was given to you and what's the advice that you would give to someone
0: i man to be honest <laughs> i never so i had like blake shelton around me right and he was such a foundation like even when i was young like he definitely he did everything to make me feel good about my performances and being on stage and everything He knew how shy I was. Mm -hmm. He's very supportive. And he always just, his advice was just to have fun, like whatever. But other than that, like real, real advice about the industry, I don't think I've ever really had. People have just tried to like lead me in the right ways. Mm -hmm. And in the moment, just about to walk, literally about to walk on stage, just kind of pep talks. And people have been unreal and amazing and supportive. But like a sentence of real hard, good advice, like I don't think I've ever had. Wow. Because I I really don't know. I can't think of anything. Um, So just me and my experiences and just going through this life um, I live at such a young age, I'm like, don't let people make you out to someone you're not. Please learn how to say no. Because <laughs> I struggled with that.
1: Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Yeah. In, so you struggle with as an artist, I struggle with on the business side. Because the business side, you're like, you're like oh, I'm going to do this for you, I'll do this for you. And look look at my resume, or look look, yeah. you know, in the long run. It's like, how long did you realize like these people were actually taking advantage of mm-hmm. you?
0: No, and I and I I struggle with that in my personal life too. Yeah, just with anything, yeah. anybody, um, and it, this goes for any area, like all areas of what I do. Like just yeah, and for someone that's trying to come up, like just. Stick to who you are because it's so easy to just, Mm -hmm. you know, go this way. And I get doing things that may be okay. Like this might help just, I don't know. It's a weird thing, but that's that probably is my biggest advice and yes have fun with it mm-hmm. because i mean look what look, look what we're getting to do exactly like this life is just insane
1: yeah and that's where you, that's where the passion comes in because it's yeah. always the, the little things that's what makes us like extremely happy with yeah. this industry
0: and we it, it's really easy to forget about that
1: yeah <laughs> uh dream duet
0: Ooh. dream duet i have a lot <laughs> 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 um, I've said Ariana Grande because she is just vocally mm-hmm. an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, JB Justin Bieber, I feel like is a good one.
1: I look at my photographer because my photographer is is uh, the old photographer for JB. Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah well (laughs) um,
0: I've said this for a long time but Sean Mendez I'm a huge fan of him Um, there's just there's a lot I don't know I would
1: love to see you I just blanked in the person's name oh Post
0: Malone sorry
1: everyone wants Post Malone now
0: oh my god I've wanted him for a
1: long time (laughs) she Uh, wanted to duet with him for a long time yes (laughs) yes
0: wow they're gonna take They're that to
1: apart. I've wanted
0: him for a long time. Okay, guys. <laughs> grow up. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I did a cover of his a long time ago. Um and i did it like a ballad almost like one of his rap songs and uh i've just and he put out not long ago of him singing country music yeah
1: the, the brad paisley oh he had literally my. a guitar a glass and a cigarette in his hand and he he's in the Paisley. yes yeah. yeah i think he just made everyone in country music his favorite fan
0: oh my god he's just he's awesome like
1: so what's been your favorite stairwell session
0: Ooh, my favorite stairwell session. Oh uh, what?
1: You can say your least favorite is Jimmy Allen because he listens. He definitely say that.
0: <laughs> We've actually—he was like my first guest. Yeah, and, and I haven't had any more after that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, it was a bad call.
0: (laughs) No, I just, we, we, I got busy with other things. And that's, that's the next step for Mm -hmm. the stairwell sessions. Obviously we had Jimmy and that was so fun. And we, we really didn't know what to sing. So we were like, no air. My Jordan Sparks, Chris Brown, what can we do? But yeah, he, he's awesome. Uh, And his voice is like one of my favorites, but yeah, I don't know who we've had like options on who we're going to have, in there but that's kind of what I want it to become is just a bunch of guests and yeah. singing a cappella on a stairwell.
1: <laughs> I wanna I wanna see you do a duet with um Pink. Oh my god. I feel like everyone in this town, seems like has done a duet with Pink. Yeah, uh, but I want to see you do a duet with Pink.
0: That would be because I feel like the raspiness
1: yeah. of of her vocals mm-hmm. and the very smoothness of your vocals, it just makes so much love. <laughs> 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 it's like melodically it just sounds so damn good
0: oh my god I, I'm i right there with you I would love that we're, just,
1: we're gonna manifest that yeah, we're, gonna, manifest we're gonna manifest that. that well this has been great this has been a fantastic episode yeah Uh, everyone go listen to Boots go check it out yes this is phenomenal Um, I'm so happy that we actually get to sit down for one on one and not at 10 refresh <laughs> drinking and I'm your bodyguard I know um, <laughs> that's another story for another time people (laughs) (laughs) that was funny that was a fun night that
0: was I was
1: already three sheets to the wind by the time she got there Uh, (laughs) so but thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to do this of course appreciate it thanks so much